This is an RNZ podcast. Back in 2014, a source called John Doe reached out to German newspaper Süddeutsche Zeitung to say they had millions of digital documents held by the Panamanian law firm Mossack Fonseca detailing billions of dollars sheltered from tax, including here in New Zealand. The US-based International Consortium of Investigative Journalists assembled more than 300 reporters in dozens of countries to work on this huge dump of data. And two years and thousands of hours of work later, a huge range of stories came out all over the world at once under the banner of the Panama Papers. It was compelling stuff. Iceland's Prime Minister, for example, resigned after his own interests in a company registered in a tax haven was revealed during an interview with the Swedish broadcaster SVT. Mr. Prime Minister, have you or did you have any connections yourself to an offshore company? Uh, myself, no. Well, uh, the uh, uh, Icelandic companies... Now, there was nothing quite so dramatic in New Zealand, but this country was also labelled a tax haven in the international coverage because of offshore trusts held here and in the Cook Islands. A collaborative investigation by reporters from RNZ, TBNZ and ICIJ member Nikki Haga revealed the scale of it. Now, surprisingly, many other outlets branded the Panama Papers a flop here because few smoking guns came to light, and no heads rolled here either like the Prime Minister of Iceland's did. But our Prime Minister at the time, John Key, told TV3's Paul Henry there was nothing much to see here. Just because Nicky Haga says it's a tax haven with the greatest of respect, he is the biggest conspiracy theory out, theorist okay, out there. OK, well, let you me know. talk to you about that aspect, because that, I agree with that. However, an independent review into offshore trusts here subsequently led to a law change to increase transparency and tighten up. So, five years on from all the disinfectant of sunlight falling on all that dirty money and the assets of the super-rich hidden from taxes, you'd hope that the problem was sorted. But not so. The following year, a huge leak to the same source, the Paradise Papers, revealed more corruption and tax dodging. And last week, an even bigger leak thought to be the biggest to come to light so far. The sobering takeaway is that the problem is bigger and more ingrained in society and in the financial system than we ever believed possible. The Pandora Papers investigation has revealed three times as many politicians with connections to secretive offshore companies and potentially shady deals. And these rulers include serving presidents and prime ministers as we speak, including those people who've stood up on podiums publicly and denounced corruption. That was Will Fitzgibbon, a journalist with the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, on RNZ's Morning Report last Monday, talking about the Pandora Papers, which the ICIJ says reveals the inner workings of a shadow economy that's benefiting the wealthy and well-connected at the expense of everybody else. The people with power and money are winning in that they are continuing to do their deals in the darkness. And we're really currently relying on journalists when they receive millions of documents uh, of leaks. And I think we can all agree, as much fun as I have doing this reporting, that's not really a way to run the world, is it? Will Fitzgibbon again. Well, this time, only the New Zealand Herald and TVNZ had access to the information here, and the heavy lifting was done by the Herald's Matt Nippet, a senior investigative journalist at the paper. His articles in the Herald this week revealed, among other things, that New Zealand registered trusts held nearly $300 million in assets for a Roman Catholic order that was caught up in an international paedophilia scandal. 
In its editorial on Tuesday, the Herald said the Pandora Papers had showed that this country is still a cog in a global machine that helps people in many countries shelter their wealth and cheat their own citizens. New Zealand needs its self-perception as a fair country to match financial reality, the Herald said, and only by first scrubbing our own house can we then in good conscience argue for a cleaner world. Well, this week, the Herald's Matt Nippet spoke to RNZ's podcast The Detail, a co-production with newsroom.co.nz, about just how a huge leak like the Pandora Papers gets turned into news and what might and should happen next. You know, as soon as New Zealand put in place some modest disclosure requirements, you know, four-fifths of New Zealand foreign trusts suddenly uprooted. And they didn't vanish. They just moved to other jurisdictions like Wyoming or the Caymans. Mm. But, you know, sure, it's a game of whack-a-mole, but if New Zealand isn't whacking its mole, it can hardly complain that other countries, when other countries don't whack theirs. It's the Herald's Matt Nippet on the Detail podcast in an episode called The Pandora Papers Reveal How the Other Half a Percent Lives. You'll find that on the RNZ website or wherever you get your podcasts. And for the full suite of eye-opening international stories extracted from the biggest dump of data ever made to the media yet, go to the website of the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. That's icij.org. The links are right there on the homepage. And as it's a non-profit global organisation, you'll also find links to contribute or donate to its work.